The world of pediatric cancer care is a complex field that has only started. Deciding to explore this field is a massive undertaking and requires innovation and perseverance, but I've also learned that it is one of the most rewarding fields of genetics. Today on Generation Genome Media, we explore the Kids Cancer Sequencing Program. I think that so much is known compared to 50 years ago about the genome and how it influences our health. In the case of tumors, most of our research is devoted to adults. Today, there are more medical records, and it is, for the most part, easier to get a solid diagnosis for adult cancer. Unfortunately, diagnosis of child cancers are very difficult to diagnose, but that needs to change. Cases of child cancer have risen over the dawn of the 21st century. Knowing more about the genome in early life means early diagnosis, fewer deaths, and more happy families. Recently, I was fortunate enough to get an opportunity to speak with a genetic researcher at the Hospital for Sick Children. She works for a two-year-old project called the Kids Cancer Sequencing Program. It integrates next-generation sequencing to provide a better prognosis in clinical oncology care. They hope to research more about the genetic material of participants' cases, tumors, and germline cells. They explore both types of tumors, sporadic and hereditary, as well as germline genes. The program focuses on children who have been diagnosed with leukemia or lymphoma. Leukemia is a type of cancer that starts in blood stem cells. Blood stem cells develop into either lymphoid white blood or myeloid red blood cells. Red blood cells' main task is to carry nutrients such as oxygen, while white blood cells' main task is to fight off infections and diseases. When blood stem cells get more developed, they turn into blast cells, which are immature blood cells. Having around 20% blast cells in blood is considered a healthy amount. In leukemia, that percentage rises and negatively affects the cells around them. These over-proliferated blast cells are commonly referred to as leukemia cells, which cause leukemia. So there are many different types of leukemia, but the main two are chronic and acute leukemia. Acute referring to the fast progression, and while chronic refers to a slow progression over time, developing into what is known as leukemia. Lymphoma refers to the cancer that begins in the infection-fighting cells of our body, located in the immune system. The cells that work in that environment are called lymphocytes. Main spots where they appear include lymph nodes, spleen, thymus, and bone marrow. When you have lymphoma, these lymphocytes experience increased change in proliferation. Like leukemia, these overproliferated cells begin affecting the function of the surrounding cells. So the aim of the Kids Cancer Sequencing Project is to better uh, provide a better test for children's cancer. It would help by characterizing the type of, can of child's tumor and describe its specific genetic fingerprint. The the clinicians could then take the information and identify the optimal treatment options for the child. Through further testing, they could analyze the response of the tumor and the child to the treatment. As well, it makes the parents or guardians more comfortable with the in more information on the child's cause and treatment plan for the tumor. This program is so influential and it represents a huge landmark in cancer research because like Unlike most genetic sequencing projects, it takes samples from germline as well as tumor cells. Healthy cells give researchers a reference, uh, some reference data which is patient-specific and tells the researcher the history of the tumor, whether it is sporadic or hereditary. Hereditary, if you don't know, is when the gene is mutated in healthy cells. 
For normal clinics, they would infer that the tumor is hereditary using family medical records and rarely germline cells. This allows the Kids Cancer Sequencing Program to find secondary hits, which will be discussed later. The samples may be taken from the skin, bone marrow, spinal fluid, or blood, depending on the type and position of the tumor. Once this information is received, it is analyzed. The result from the cancer genome finds mutations that are known to be or are dangerous and damaging that are relevant to the management of the child's tumor. From the non-cancer genome, mutations in genes predispose the child's cancer. This depicts if the cancer has hereditary components. All this data is kept on a database sorting genes with relevant information linked to each mutation. It shows the gene, the locus, where the mutation was found, tumor germline, the appearance of the gene in the patient's certain population. From this analysis, they can find if a patient is more susceptible to specific cancers. This information is then recorded on their medical records. The researcher working on this program have to go from around 500 mutations in sometimes a single case to one mutation to put on the report. They do this by choosing the one with the highest risk factor. They have multiple ways of doing this. One way of narrowing down the number of mutations is by looking at the population genetics. If the mutation that a certain patient has is also a recurring factor in that race slash gender's gene pool, it will most likely be cut. A secondary hit may also be a factor. This is when the same mutation appears in both the tumor genome and the germline genome. This means that this mutation was incorporated into the formation of the tumor and is hostile for the health of the body. In the future, this program looks to incorporate more information in a report and ultimately, ultimately lead to a better treatment for the patient. Uh, one way they are doing this is finding CNVs or copy number variations that affect the tumor and the genome. CNVs are sections of DNA that are repeated throughout the genome. While these variations do not directly correlate with malignant tumors, they do play a key role in mutating genes that are important in early human development. They're also looking at RNA sequencing, and they're also working on using artificial intelligence or AI uh, in filtering the process of eliminating and narrowing down the number of mutations on a report. Uh, I think that should, they should also use epigenetic data and look into this in the future. If uh, you're interested in this, I, I wrote an article on why epigenetics is the future for cancer research, which is on the website. So epigenetics refers to the non-base parts of the DNA. This could mean DNA methylation or histone modification. Allowing this data to be incorporated will allow researchers and clinicians to see how specific tumor suppressor or oncogenes are expressed. Apart from exploring the technical aspects of this project, I learned a lot about the future of personalized medicine and cancer research. It is hard to keep up with all the information that is being created. Over 2.5 million scientific papers are published each year. That is fascinating. This trip has motivated me to keep pursuing a career in oncogenomics. The world of pediatric care is truly wonderful. When I entered the Sick Kids Hospital, although life-threatening situations are being dealt with every second, I find that the environment is welcoming and the staff working there bring an energetic attitude to make a difference in, in patients' lives. They're all changing lives, whether they are the person helping with the directions or the chief of surgery. The future is truly exciting for pediatric cancer care. To end this podcast, I'd like to give you some key takeaways. So I think that pediatric cancer care is a relatively new field. The Kicks Cancer Sequencing Program 
uses NGS or next generation sequencing to provide a better prognosis for a child. Lymphoma and leukemia are deadly diseases that are frequent developmental problems for children. And finally, researchers on the project use data about mutations to narrow down the number of mutations on the database. So that's it. That's what I learned in the cancer sequencing program at the Sick Kids Hospital.